Hey teacher friend, are you thinking your writing time could really be a lot better? Are you wanting your students to just love writing and feel successful as writers? If so, I think you and I need to spend some time starting the transformation of your writing instruction. Let's get started. writing teacher and thank you for um, listening today we have a special podcast because today I get to have two of my very favorite teachers um, who I have been working with for a while on the podcast with us um, to talk a little bit about their journey for writers workshop so I want to say hello to Miss Allison and Joyce and they are going to tell us a little bit about themselves so Allison go ahead and start hi um I am Allison Murphy. I am a second grade teacher. Um, I have been teaching for four years and um, I think Melissa and I have been working together for like three years now, right? Yep. I think we started in September of 2019. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, I love teaching, reading and writing. Um, and I'm excited and, to continue working with you. Okay, awesome. And so how long then have you been doing Writer's Workshop? Um, we kind of launched Writer's Workshop when we started working together in 2019, but I've been doing um, the full program now for this will be my third full year doing the program. Awesome. And Joyce, tell us about you. Uh, my name is Joyce and I have been teaching for, I teach first grade and I've been teaching for, I really don't know. I was like, this is like my eighth year teaching first grade, but I had kids and stayed home for a while. I taught prior to that, actually taught Allison a really long time ago. Um, so I've been working with you for three years now also, I guess, and um, launched Writer's Workshop. I guess it was Dory. It was in 2020 when we came back to school from COVID. Mm-hmm. So it's been, this is my third year actually teaching um, writer's workshop. Yeah. Um, and I think, I'm not even sure I knew that, that you had started and then left and stayed home with the boys and came back. So yay, I got to learn something too. Um, so <laughs> yes, you know, we were the crazy people who decided that in your school, we should start something new um, right after COVID. So I don't know, maybe I should be apologizing. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's just like a reference point in my mind. Yes, yes. Oh, no, I no, I understand. I think everything is just about like before and after COVID. Um, okay. Yeah, like pre and post. Yes, pre and post. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you could tell me or tell us um, first, like what do you love now about Writer's Workshop? Um, I love the independency that Raiders Workshop allows the students to have. Um, it really shows that what they are capable of and what they aren't capable of. So that way you can work a little bit more one-on-one um, with those who might be struggling a little bit and give more independency to those who've got it and are exceeding everything. That's That's what I love about the workshop model. Awesome. Yeah. Like the independence and then being able to, like you said, see what they can do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Joyce, how about you? Um, <clears throat> I think the independence is very important. Um, I think that it does give them a lot of confidence when they see um, what they could do at the beginning of the year. And then it shows their progression as they go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but being independent is is I think one of the best things about it because they are basically writing what they choose to write and you know you just guide them as um as needed I think that you know that's probably one of the best things about it well yeah and I love that you said they see their growth Mm -hmm. you know because they do get to see what they did in the beginning and you know we always keep to kind of look at things and have benchmarks and all and for them to be able to notice the growth which means that growth is happening you know so um and it really I think it really does in writer's workshop um what could you guys talk a little bit about what you were doing for writing before we started I know Allison you had just was it your second year really Yes, that was my second year um, as um, like the lead teacher in the classroom. Okay. Um, so I hadn't really established anything specific before. Um, I know Joyce can talk a little bit more about what she was doing before the workshop model. Um, I was just kind of using what the teacher prior to me had in place and kind of going off of that. Um, and it was working, but um, there definitely needed to be some improvement in my uh, teaching uh, with writing. So I'll let Joyce take this mm -hmm. one over. Sure. Um, I was just using a planning thing, the hamburger model. So they would have five sentences, an opening, closing, and three details. Um, every week they would get a new prompt and I would give them a prompt. Um, which is probably another thing I like about Writers Workshop, they get to choose their own, but I would give them a prompt. We'd, um, I teach them a new skill every week and they would write um, Monday, they'd write their um, organization, their hamburger out, plan out what they wanna write. Tuesday, Wednesday, they would write their sentences, write their story, and then we'd edit it on like Thursday, Friday, they would um, write their final draft. Um, so we did like a writing piece every week. Uh, they did grow as the year went on. Mm -hmm. Some kids by the end were writing um, actually five paragraphs instead of five sentences. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, it was kind of, I guess, sort of like writer's workshop, but instead of letting them choose what to write about, I would give them a prompt every week. Mm -hmm. and, um, so we kind of were doing a lot of the things that we do in writer's workshop. Um, but that's pretty much what I would do, what I was doing. Okay. So, and you mean like, as far as some of the skills, like where did you pull the skills that you thought about teaching? Where did you kind of find um, them or, you know, how I did you come to? I kind of just made them up as I went along, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I might've put some stuff out of the journeys uh, series that I was using at the time. Um, but I kind of just, I bought it like seeing how the, where they were and mm -hmm. then we would add stuff onto it as we as we went um I would you know start out with teaching basically the five sentences and then we'd add more details um and then that kind of went into by the end of first grade some of the kids who were um, more advanced then I would teach them how to write a paragraph for each one of the five sentences instead of just mm -hmm. five sentences mm -hmm. we um I think I kind of taught him some figurative language to put that in there. We'd make mm -hmm. a list sometimes. So I taught him commas with list. Um, 
just the things that I think some of the things that I saw in the journeys book, I kind of would add it in as I go. Right. Right. And I'm sure you pulled from some of your own experience as far as, you know, what you did in writing or just, you know, knowledge about writing in general, you know, to Mm -hmm. be able to think about what to teach them. Um, All right. So what would you say? And I I guess this is kind of more for Joyce, but Allison, if you, you know, can answer this too, because you had your, your, another year under your belt, what would you say? is some of the biggest, um, differences, I guess, thinking Joyce, like, what did you, what you did before, what do you think have been some of the biggest differences or what do you think has been most impactful with how writing has, is being done now? So I think that now, um, as opposed to before, you know, they were writing a lot, but by the end, but now I feel like they're writing, they can write more now than they could before. I think they might've limited their self to the five sentences mm-hmm. as opposed to, um, now they're, you know, just kind of, I don't want to say free writing, but they're writing what they're, what they're thinking. They're, they're writing more and more, I guess, is basically how it is. And right. I can go back and guide them individually instead of like just guiding them as I am guiding the whole class. So mm-hmm. each student, I think it maybe is a little bit more independent. Um, okay. So yeah, that makes probably. sense. So you feel like you're able to kind of see, like you said, you're, you're working with the whole class and just kind of mm-hmm. keeping everybody together. And now you feel like it's a little bit more um, individualized in a way that that they're kind of working at their level. Right, at their own pace. Okay. Yep. Okay, how about you, Allison? You have any thoughts about how, you know, it's mostly different or what was impactful? Yeah, um, I think that first year of teaching, writing was hard um, for the students. They didn't want to write. They kind of just gave the bare minimum of what was expected to write. and now I feel like they actually enjoy writing. They are writing more. They're able to kind of show off what they're doing and writing is an exciting time. Um, that's what I really like about it. Uh, it's it's really exciting. And instead of hearing, oh, it's writing time, I hear, oh my goodness, it's writing time. I get to go back and add. And even throughout the day, um, they'll ask me if they can work on their writing pieces to add more or start a new piece or something like that. And it's just the the difference in the environment that mm-hmm. writing is now um, mm-hmm. has changed a lot since starting the workshop model. Right. That's awesome. And I have actually been witness in both of your classes to even hearing something like, you know, when we don't have writing time, they get some get disappointed or, you know, not only they might be happy that it is writing time, but they're disappointed when it's not. And that's just so um, it's like music to my ears. But, you know, because a lot of times what you hear is that teachers dread it and students dread it. And so it's great to be able to hear that they're really enjoying it. Yeah, that's exactly what what happened in my room um it was like writing time was such a down point of our day and Mm -hmm. then me trying to get them to want to write was such a struggle and now they want to do it it's even this early in the school year or even earlier than this they want Mm -hmm. to do it Mm -hmm. um let's change the whole environment in the classroom right that's awesome love to hear those things. Um, okay. So I just want to say that when, um, so Alice and I were together first, I was actually working in her classroom. Um, and it was before I really started, um, 
full-time with my business and I was an instructional aide and I was um, put in there and lucky enough to be able to help her start writer's workshop. And so we, I just kind of used things that I knew and resources that I had and worked with Allison putting it together. And then the next year when Joyce and I started working together, we actually implemented the units of study in reading and writing, um, well, in reading and writing, but so for writing for this. And so they both had a little bit of a different journey because Allison had some exposure to it and just to the workshop model in general before, prior to having the units. And then when Joyce started, she had the units of study um, that we had at our disposal and we're really trying to implement and follow um, while also trying to tailor it to the students the best we could. Um, so that's a, you know, a little bit of their difference. And then also, as I asked them the, the next question, some of it might be, um, you know, having to do with the units of study. So however, you know, you, you are able to answer or want to answer it. So my question is, what were your biggest troubles um, when you first really started implementing the workshop model? And so, like I said, if it has to do with um, a little bit of the units, that's fine. But really, you know, the, the model in, in general, what were some of your hangups or troubles for that? So I'm going to start with um, Joyce. Um, I think my number one problem was how to assess them. Um, I wasn't quite sure you know, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis. I mean, I had the rubric that I could go by for the final piece, but mm -hmm. I wasn't exactly sure how to assess them, how to um, group, make groups. Uh, that was a little bit of a struggle. Um, I would say I probably, the free writing did get me a little bit more because I wasn't sure which direction they were all going in different directions, all at their own pace. And um like I was kind of used to it being a little more structured where I could, you know, but once they got to, got going, once I got going and understood what was going on, it made a lot more sense and it was a lot easier, but that was probably one of two, two of the biggest struggles, the assessing and um, just adjusting to each student having a different writing piece and trying to make sense of, mm -hmm. of all of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I find, and I think I've talked about it on here before that one, that's one of the hardest things for some teachers feeling like they either don't know what the students are writing because they don't get to, you know, they don't see it all and they know it is so different. So trying to keep track of it and just feeling that they're missing something or, you know, um, and like you said, just, you know, trying to wrap your head around everyone being at a, at a different place. And then, you know, but it's the idea that it's okay for them to practice things that you don't see, or it's okay that they're all doing something different because ultimately you're just trying to keep um, aware of what they are learning and what they are putting, you know, into place and, and all of that. Um, thank you. Allison, how about you? Um, I think that my hardest um, thing about adjusting to the workshop model was how every lesson was planned out. Um, it really took me a while to, like, I, I want to say perfect my, the mini lesson and like that direct instruction to the kids of just to the point, telling them what they need to do and then getting started with writing right away. I know in the beginning I was spending too much time, you know, giving the lesson and then losing them before they even got started with writing. Mm -hmm. So let's have writing started they were antsy from sitting from so long and taking a little bit longer to get started at their seats doing independent work. So once I really figured out, okay, how am I going to 
deliver this lesson to them in that short period of time where they know what they're doing, um, they know what their expectations are during independent writing time, and what I'm specifically looking for that day, it turned into dragging from one thing to the next, like transitioning from the lesson to independent work to now it's a quick lesson and they know exactly what they're doing during independent work. So that was a big struggle for me in the beginning, mm-hmm. which I guess overall the time management of the whole lessons. Yeah. And, you know, you really need that independent writing time, right? So you yeah, need that yeah. to keep lengthening. Um, and that's also a really common struggle for teachers because they, a lot of times you're, you're, um, kind of thinking that you, you know, you want them to get it, you want them to get it, you want them to get it. So we just keep saying it or talking, or, you know, we think we have to have all these things that we say in all these parts, but really when you think about, like you said, their, um, their attention span, um, and being able to sit and listen and and engage in that and then also have the time. And I think part of what you were talking about too, was not only your mini lesson timing, but just there, like you talked about expectations for when they go and write, and that's not just exactly what they're going to do, but like, what are they, what are they supposed to be doing? What does their time look like during independent writing time? And so those are things that you have to kind of, um, instill in them. Right. And, and manage as well. Yeah, it was, it was, definitely a struggle um just getting them to work independently and setting those expectations Mm -hmm. um all together that was that was difficult but once I figured it out and have the routine now and a few years under my belt it's kind of a lot easier Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's it goes seamlessly I think usually um and so I want to ask kind of both of you about what do you think helped with your trouble so Joyce if you think about the assessment part what were some things that you were able to put into place or that helped you to feel um like you were able to get a handle on assessment besides you know the actual final product um I think you had shared with me a sheet that had progress process and product Mm -hmm. so um when I would go around and conference with the kids. I would pick one of those um, to assess on each time, not each time, but maybe like once a week or the product I might do like every two or three weeks, um, the progress maybe once a week product mm-hmm. and progress maybe once a week also. So I would, that kind of helped as I went around, it gave me a little bit of a reference point. Are they on task? Are they adding in some of the skills I'm trying? Are they writing more each week? Um, so I think that kind of helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Good. How about you, Allison? What do you think helped with the mini lesson and getting that timing down and the structure and components of the mini lesson? Um, I think overall, the biggest thing was becoming familiar with the lessons and kind of instead of focusing on like, okay, this is what I need to cover. Um, and this is how they're suggesting that I do it, figuring out how I'm going to do it myself. Um, And just over time, you know, becoming more familiar with how the lessons lay out and what the lessons are um, to be able to take it from 20 minutes to five to seven minutes Mm -hmm. um, and then getting them onto task and then just setting those expectations in the beginning of the school year really helped as well because they know now when 
it's the mini lesson time that they're sitting and they're listening and we're getting through our lesson and then it's going to be independent work time. So just kind of becoming familiar with how the workshop model looks and really um, just understanding it is what kind of helped me yeah. figure that out. Mm -hmm. And so for our listeners, um, you know, again, Allison and Joyce are using the units of study in writing. And um, so there are scripts of lessons that are there and they're not meant to be read, but they're certainly able to be utilized, but they are very, sometimes very lengthy and they have each component has something that, you know, you can say or talk about or do. And so it does take some, um, you know, just getting comfortable and thinking about different ways that work for you, you know, to be able to think about what is my teaching point and how am I going to, you know, have them engage and all of that. Um, so that's what Allison was kind of referring to. And, but I also find that teachers that I've worked with who don't have that to look at also have to kind of transition from saying all the things, you know, and, and teaching all these different skills in one lesson to picking one thing and finding a way to make it short and sweet. So it is definitely something for, for many teachers to have to kind of transition into, I think, whether you have that resource or not. Um, so I know we kind of talked about this, I guess, but what do you think um, was like a big aha moment, something that really felt, helps you to like really buy into, you like the workshop model or what was like a turn the corner kind of or time for your comfort level. So either one or both that you would want to, um, to say. I think my like aha moment was the first time I really got to see a whole unit implemented from start to finish, mm. like thinking to myself, they're not going to be able to do this completely independently from like mm -hmm. the pre to the post. Um, but like really seeing the growth through the whole unit and like, look at what they did in the beginning um, to what they can do completely independently at the end of the unit. I think that's when kind of it turned the corner for me, like they can do this independently and they are capable of doing it. Um, I think, um, that's really helped me to enjoy it a little bit more too. Like, mm -hmm. okay, they can do it. Mm -hmm. I can do it. Yeah. Awesome. How about you, Joyce? Um, kind of the same thing, seeing their pre-on-demand and their post-on-demand and comparing them, um, seeing all the writing that they do, that they do do when I see them adding the skills in, like even, Yesterday we were making comparisons and I saw some kids like actually making comparisons in their writing. Yeah. So, I mean, even thinking back to when we first started, when I started mm -hmm. seeing that stuff in there and thinking, okay, so now like there is, it seems like everyone's writing their own thing and they're all over the place, but not really like the stuff is coming together. They're able to do the stuff that I'm teaching and the stories are coming together. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. I, that was probably that would probably do. Yeah, and yeah. seeing just being able to actually watch a whole, like you said, a whole unit, or you know, seeing that difference between so the pre and the post. What they're referring to is um, an on-demand writing that you do before the unit starts, and then one that you do after, so that you can um, watch for look for student progress and see what they actually implemented from the mini or from the unit. Um, and I will speak to what Joyce said about 
seeing that pre and post from her students because um, we would have conversations and Joyce would worry that it wasn't working or, are we, you know, am I, it was always about her, like, is she doing enough? Is she doing enough? And I remember vividly taking out a student's pre and then comparing it, putting it right next to their post on demand and saying, look at this, <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at what has happened. And then when we're able to look at that very first pre on demand and then look towards the end of the year at another writing and compare even that, those two and the growth that they would make. Um, and I remember even seeing like a little smile and then, you know, okay, <laughs> okay. She saw it. She was a believer. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess the last question and then like final thoughts. So why do you think, so I know you kind of already said, um, what do you love about it, but why do you think writer's workshop is good for students? I think it makes them take charge in their own learning. Um, you know, you're providing them with all of the information that they need and allowing them to take that information and process it how they um, are interpreting it and then getting it onto paper. And every kid, we, you know, as teachers, every kid is different. Every kid learns differently. Every kid has their own, you know, way of thinking. And this is a perfect example of, um, demonstrating that because they're all interpreting what you're saying in a different way, but it's all correct. Mm -hmm. um, and nobody's the same. And that's what I love. It really allows them to show what they individually are capable of. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I love about it. Every, every student learns differently. Every student's going to implement the skills differently. And I think that the workshop does a really good job at allowing them to do that. I think that's awesome that you said they take charge of their own learning because you're right. That's exactly what they do. And I think that's what students need to do in every, in everything, you know? Yeah. Uh, how about you, Joyce? What do you think is um, good for students in writer's workshop? Um, I do like they take charge of their own writing, but like to piggyback off that, they can do partner time. They can read their story. Like I remember seeing a student upfront like sharing her story um it was trying to get them to actually read their story to see if there was any mistakes and one student I remember she was reading her story and she came across the part where she like forgot a word or mixed up a word and she kind of looked up at me like mm -hmm. ah, and I'm like, that, like yes, light bulb that's what we're, yeah, the light bulb and I think even all the other students around her um said okay and then they started actually reading their own stories to see mm -hmm. did I get that word right did I forget a word did I, do I need to add something else in there mm -hmm. um, so th when the students can work together and read their stories with each other and um, and then even giving them the checklist the editing checklist I think that empowers them a little bit too to you know really own what they're doing to see yeah. did I forget something did I do I need to spell that word right? Do I have periods, capitals? So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that awesome. Because... Yeah, and I, I love how you brought up that the partner work and just like them sharing. And, you know, one of the episodes I talked about actually very recently was collaboration is key. And like they need each other. You know, we need each other to learn from each other and to talk about things and figure stuff out. And they do too. And that's just a perfect example. Like just the fact that she was reading it to someone, you know, or reading it to the classes, what helps her think about it. 
And then, you know, then automatically they learned from her, right. To do the same thing. And so that's exactly what happens. And that's why it's so important to allow, we'll have share time and then to have time for partner work and, and have them learn from each other. Yeah. I, I love when they're doing like a share time and then they're like, wait, Ms. Murphy, can we go back to our seats? I, I want to try, no. I, I want to do what so-and-so did. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I love that they are not only just learning what I'm teaching them, but they are getting it from the other kids. I think it's great to see. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's awesome. Now, I was just thinking about one more thing. So would you say if a teacher started writer's workshop and they got through their year and they, they, you know, were feeling pretty good about it. And then they go and the next year they have a, you know, totally new class, totally, completely different class. And they start to think, oh my gosh, like what is happening? This isn't working or, uh, this was going right now. Like last year, like what's, what's going on? You know, what advice would you give to them about that? Like Joyce, what would you say? Um, I would probably just say stick with it. Um, it will catch up, not catch up, but it will mm-hmm. catch up with them eventually. Like they're taking it all in, they're trying it as long as they're spending that time writing. Um, I think that it's all sinking in. They, they just need time to practice writing. They need time to share. They need time to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it, I think it all comes together. It just, you know, the more practice, the better. Yes. Awesome. How about you, Allison? Um, I mean, kind of just like not every student is the same. Not every class is going to be the same. Um, and kind of like what Joy said, just stick with it. Get them to love writing again. Um, and everything kind of will just fall into place. It's It's a challenge sometimes, but once you get them back to that spot where they're comfortable you're comfortable um it gets easier but you just have to stick with it just like joy said stick it out mm-hmm. that's amazing thank you guys so much this is, i've been looking forward to this so much and i really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about everything and um i it's just so fun because to think about you know how we started and all the different difficulties or worries or what have you. And then to hear all the things that you guys have to say about it and that you really genuinely enjoy it and think it's working and all of that. It's just wonderful. So I know that you sharing your journey here has been really helpful and I really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. us. Yeah. It's fun. Thank you again for listening, teachers. And if you liked what you heard and you have a second to do so, please give me a review um, wherever you listen to your podcasts and others will be able to hear what you or see and hear what you like about the podcast. Um, We also have a, well, I, sorry, have a Facebook page, Teaching to Transform. You can like that as well. And a Facebook group, which is Transform Writing K through 8, um, where you can kind of hear from others and get some other information from me. Um, I also have a YouTube channel where you can watch some videos about transforming your writing time. Have a great day.